Well, I've done goofed, peeps. Hi, I'm Mr. Fratz from the Game Changer Podcast, and welcome to episode, in parentheses, 22 of Fretz's Fave 5. Uh, last week, I uploaded and called my Fave 5 X Division matches episode 23. I insert this song clip from Link-182 because who wouldn't use that joke? Nobody likes you when you're 23. Yeah, uh, I couldn't wait to use it. So that's probably why I called last week's episode number 23. So this week, you are getting... In air quotes, episode 22. Uh, and because I botched my crap so badly last week, you're going to get my fave five wrestling botches. Stay tuned. I'm going to start off with a rather obvious one. Actually, all of these are. So this is from WCW in 19... 96. I think you know where I'm going here. Uh, I believe this might have been either on Nitro or Great American Bash. So Kevin Nash makes a error here that I think even uh, kindergartners or first graders would be able to point out. So, this is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective. Play. We ain't here to play. Um, I don't need to tell you what is wrong with that sentence, but it lives in infamy. And I think, you know, Nash himself is just kind of like, uh, like kicking himself a little bit for that, that, uh, for that reason, he kind of lives in infamy. He, uh, yeah. Where the, where the big boys play, huh? Oh, the the adjective there number four wrestlemania 30 oh you know where i'm going here <laughs> well this was one of the best wrestlemanias although it gave us one of the worst moments in wrestlemania history the streak ending we started off the show with a nostalgia trip with hulk hogan and the rock and steve austin in the ring reminiscing of Wrestlemania's past and Hulk Hogan I mean yeah despite the despite how you uh, may feel about him now his uh legacy in wrestling is it it's there so Hogan pumped up the uh the crowd in it was New Orleans he referred to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome as the Silver Dome. Boo! Yeah, for just a second, I think Hogan went back to 1987 when he slammed Andre in the Silver Dome. Uh, he did correct himself. He's just like, "Oh, sorry, I went back. I went back in time there a little bit." And then what I really liked about this afterwards is. The Rock and Steve and Steve Austin were kind of uh, ribbing, ribbing him a bit on it, and that was that was actually really really funny. Number three, uh, oh man, Sid. Sid was one of my all time favorite wrestlers. You know, when I was a kid, I saw this big, bright not bright eye, but big, 
tall, big-eyed, crazy blonde wrestler who did the powerbomb and called himself the master and the ruler of the world. I was enthralled. I was hooked. Line and sinker. When I first laid eyes on Psycho Sid. To the point where 12-year-old Mr. Fretz named his pet cat, his new pet cat at the time, a black cat. I wanted to name him Psycho Sid. Um, My mom was like, well, no, uh, that won't stick. But I do like Sid. And we had Sid for, I think, about nine or ten years. Uh, He was one of my favorite cats that my parents ever had. You know, we had a dog for 14 years. And uh, in the midst of that and afterwards, and even still to this day, uh, my parents usually had a pet cat in the house. Uh, The current one right now is, I think, 13 years old. His name is Herbie because he purrs loudly like a car and he's white and black like Herbie the love bug. Anyways... Where to start with Sid? Uh, he has a few doozies. I mean, he has the uh, "We're Live, Pal" when he just kept flubbing his words. Uh, it he sounds like me trying to do a podcast and me trying to cover something. Yeah, and then there's Nitro Two Thousand. Oh, oh, Sid. Oh, poor sweet Sid. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Uh, Nash and Hall, you can kind of see they were laughing in the ring. Can can you blame them, though? It was one of the most funny moments in wrestling history, and it pains me because, no, I have an unironic love for Sid, Psycho Sid Vicious, Sid Justice, uh, Sid, the master ruler of the world, Lord Humongous, whatever you want to call him, I have an unironic love for him. He might be in uh, the number six spot for my all-time favorite wrestlers, and I am not joking. But uh, Sid, he's known for some of his flubs, uh, especially I think there was an episode of The Barbershop with Brutus Beefcake, and he... Uh, it was supposed to be like this big thing of shaving cream or a giant fire extinguisher. And uh, it blew up in his face. And then he made the psycho said face that only he could make. Uh, then there was uh, his car gets crushed into a cube. It's like It reminded me of that episode of The Simpsons when uh, Homer was uh, in New York. And his car was illegally parked, I think, in the middle of... The, uh, in between the two towers. Um... And it was just like, you're, no, it was with Mo. it's like, he, he gives Mr. Burns his messages. It's like, okay, uh, your car has been in danger of being towed. Your car has been towed. Your car has been impounded. You have, your car has been crushed into a cube. You now have 30 minutes to move the cube. In the midst of that, it was, you now have 30 minutes to also move your car. But it's funny because he got the messages way too late. Ha ha ha. Homer the Smithers. Look up that episode of The Simpsons. One of the best. And uh, what else is Sid? Uh, I, I can't 
talk about more Sid botches without being sad because I, as I said, I absolutely loved him. Number two, holy crap, we're at number two and we're under 10 minutes. Folks, this is going to be a short Fretz's Fave 5 and I apologize for that. It's just because of how I botched it last week and I had the idea to talk about botches this week. Now, I am a long-time viewer, maybe in the past like five years or so, of, of, of Botchamania. I'm very familiar with the work of Matthew Gregg. He uh, now is a part of Cultaholic, so you'll hear him on Cultaholic's uh, wrestling podcast every Friday. He's also on the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review with Tom Campbell on Tuesdays. They are just about to get to Backlash 2000, and it's fun. Number two pick here is another WCW one. It involves one Michael Buffer. Uh, you know, infamous for let's get ready to rumble, suck it, or whichever one you prefer. And his son, I think, Bruce Buffer, who has been doing... Um, we're announcing for a long time now. Michael Buffer was old in 1998, but no, Bruce Buffer, I think he's starting to get the frosty hair himself. Runs in the family. Oh, hello, speeding cars in the middle of a residential street. How are you? <clears throat> so we have here Michael Buffer, who was usually on the, uh, the payroll for WCW, whether it was going to be for a big match on Nitro or a pay-per-view match. And this guy was expensive. He is forever known in the annals of fighting, boxing, wrestling, MMA. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. And you know, that also gave us uh, ready to rumble boxing for the Sega Dreamcast N64 and PlayStation 1. A game that I think this year turned 20 years old. Want to figure more about that? Listen to uh, the 20 Bell Salute. I got a new one coming out in August. We got SummerSlam 2000, and uh, in video games, we got one of my absolute favorites on the N64. What is it? You're going to have to wait and find out. Uh, yeah, he's, he's known for that, uh, and he definitely dipped into wrestling here and there. I think he did WrestleMania one year, or at least a WWE show. So, there was a United States Championship match on Nitro involving Bret the Hitman Hart. One of my favorites. Canadian icon. And he called him Brett the Hitman Clark. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to swallow my rage there at that point in time. Yeah. Uh, Howard Finkel, you are not. Rest in peace, Fink. And number one, I mean, who else would it be? Who else would it be? Man, the Shock Master! The Shock Master! <laughs> I told you. Oh, God. Was it the fact that Fred Ottman, a.k.a. Typhoon, a.k.a. Tugboat, just tripped over the this platform crashed through this wall of construction paper the little farty pyro that 
would not even scare a child. The fact that the bedazzled stormtrooper helmet rolled off his head when he tripped, uh, exposing himself as ob obviously Typhoon, but you could also tell just by the shape of him. Yeah, this has to go as one of the most infamous, it or the actually most infamous wrestling botch in history. When you think wrestling botches, when you think botchamania, immediately the Shockmaster comes to mind. Uh, this was uh, set up from a, a match on a WCW show. I'm going to have to look it up right now. <clears throat> okay, I have here that he was to be in a War Games match with Sting, Dustin Rhodes, and Davy Boy Smith to go up against Sid Vicious, Big Van Vader, Kane, not that one, and Cole, not that one, at Fall Brawl. Kane and Cole, of course, uh, were Harlem Heat. Kane being Stevie Ray, Cole being Booker T. And, of course... The rest is history. Uh, and Fred Ottman here said himself, uh, they put me in a stormtrooper mask, which they painted and covered in glitter. I couldn't see a thing. I got to the wall and put my hands up like a double axe handle and just burst through. The top broke perfectly, but the bottom didn't give. The momentum took me through the wall and onto the floor. Uh, WCW tried to continue with this angle, repackaging him as kind of a klutz or repackaging him as as mr frets uh, and then he kind of changed it up his his gimmick here he called them the super shock master also portrayed by fred ottman and presented as the shock master's nephew and referred to the og shock master as uncle fred and i think he they gave him like a different mask but I mean, the the bloom was off the rose when the, the helmet rolled off his head. Yeah, so that's just a quick... This is a quick Fretz's Fave 5, folks. Uh, if I could be real here, I'm about to hit the one of the busiest weekends of the year. COVID be damned, there are still tons of tourists, tourists enjoying the beach, as they should. Uh, they have every right to. They're social distancing, they're behaving... The beach is packed, but it's spaced out. So I wanted to get this out of the way. Uh, it is July 30th when I record this. It's going to be up in August, the 2nd or 3rd. I, I forget which one. Uh, one of those days, 3rd, 4th, Nate's birthday is in there. So uh, happy birthday, Nate. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoy it, folks. And I will look forward to hearing from you Next week, you know, the week after whatever Sunday is, August 7th, 8th, 9th, I don't know. I don't know what time is anymore, man. It's It's been weird. <laughs> so if you have any ideas for future Fave 5 topics, please, 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 please tweet me, DM me, at the legendary JF. You can hit the comments below uh, this post on the Russell Attic Radio Patreon feed. You can send me a voicemail on Anchor if you have the ability to at anchor.fm slash fretzelmania. That's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E mania. And I will be sure to give you a shout out and use your voice clip 
for the show. And, you know, it would help me out because uh, my creativity, <laughs> if I can be real, is running dry. My list is growing a little bit shorter, so a little bit of help would absolutely be appreciated. So, till next time, thank you very much. God bless you. Love you. Bye.